Ah, yes, fellow patriots. Welcome back to another episode of The Constitutional Conservative. Folks, in this episode, I'm going to ask the question, is all of this being done on purpose? I will lay out the strategies being used and show you how if someone was trying to transform a nation, this is exactly how they would do it. I have that and so much more. But before we get into it, I want to remind you all to make sure you're subscribed to my channel on Rumble. It's free. And that way, whenever a new episode is released, you'll be sent a notification. And also, hit that like button. Or if you are watching on Rumble, be sure to give us a rumble. And as always, make sure you share this episode. Because as we all know, the corporate media continues to lie to all of us. Let's make sure the truth gets out there. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Folks, for a while now, people have been wondering, and asking the question, is a lot of what has been going on in this country over the past few years, well, is this all being done on purpose? The collapse of the economy. Our southern border is wide open. The supply chain crisis. Record high fuel prices. Skyrocketing crime. And labeling the average American as a domestic extremist. Everyday Americans are seeking answers for the deteriorating state of our nation. And in my opinion, a lot of what is going on is being done on purpose. And I think the goal is to try and make it become overwhelming for the American people. And by doing this, they're trying to create an unsolvable nightmare. And the left is willing to use anything, including a pandemic, in order to force their radical policies on the American people. Over the past five or six years, we have witnessed the total transformation of the Democratic Party. It has become more obvious that the party is now made up largely with far-left radicals and people who do not believe in America's founding principles. While the majority of Republicans, and mainly conservatives, have values that have not changed, Democrats have become more radicalized and extreme in their beliefs. This is no longer your grandfather's Democratic Party, which was mainly made up of classical liberals and even centrists. It seems as though the majority of those in the Democratic Party have embraced far-left ideology, and they've made it clear that there is no room in the party for those who don't fully believe everything that they believe in. Even Elon Musk recently said that the Democrats have become the party of division and hate. The scariest part of all is, it seems as if the radical left has learned from their past mistakes. Instead of latching on to national pride, the radical left has demonized those who are patriotic. They make the claim that if you wrap yourself in the American flag, you're a racist. If you support the police, you're a racist. If you don't support giving millions of illegal immigrant citizenship, well, you guessed it. You're shouted down and labeled a racist. The left is using identity politics to pit one group of people against another. And you are the so-called oppressor class. And they even try to plant the seed of the quote-unquote oppressor class early on in a child's education with critical race theory. Now, the Biden regime and 
the majority of Democrats are encouraging mass migration across our southern border. And if you question any of these policies, you are shouted down as parroting replacement theory, even though it has been the left who has been touting this for years. This administration hasn't lifted a finger to try and solve the crisis at our southern border. And instead, they sat back and watched as the situation has progressively gotten worse. Border Patrol is so overwhelmed, they can't even keep up with the massive amounts of illegals flocking to our open border. And as a matter of fact, just recently, the numbers came out for the month of April. A record 234,000 illegals were apprehended trying to sneak into the United States. Those numbers are a 1,300% increase from those encounters in April of 2020. And that's just the people who were caught. Imagine the amount of drugs, including fentanyl, that is being trafficked into this country through our southern border. It's almost as if old Joe is helping the Mexican drug cartels. The good news is a federal judge barred the Biden administration from ending Title 42. But unfortunately, this is just a temporary band-aid because old Joe is appealing this decision, which shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. The crisis at our southern border is just one of many of the Biden regime's manufactured crises all across this country. On day one of old Joe stepping foot into the White House, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, halted Anwar leasing programs, implemented a stoppage on all new oil and gas leases and drilling permits on all federal lands and waters, which accounts for 25% of U.S. production. He directed federal agencies to pull support for fossil fuels. And as if all of that wasn't bad enough, Joe Biden continues to lie to the American people about the amount of oil being produced in the United States. He is continuously repeating the untruthful statement that the U.S. is producing record amounts of oil. That is blatantly false. Instead of expanding the number of leases available to American energy companies, Biden recently canceled one of the most high-profile oil and gas lease opportunities in Alaska, as well as stopping leases in the Gulf of Mexico. And just recently, the premier of Alberta, Canada, testified in front of the Senate that Biden's cancellation of the Keystone Pipeline eliminated the ability to move 25% more oil per day. And yet this administration continues to blame everyone and everything other than Joe Biden's own poisonous policies that led to the destruction of our economy and the out-of-control fuel prices. And Joe Biden and his cronies have the nerve to stand in front of the American people and tell you blatant lies, even blaming Vladimir Putin for what they call, quote-unquote, Putin's price hike. But the facts say otherwise, and the American people are not buying it. You can thank the activity of Vladimir Putin for invading Ukraine 
and pulling essentially oh, nonsense. those barrels. Uh, with all due respect, Madam Secretary, that's utter nonsense. In January of 2021, the average gas price in my state was $2.07. Eight months later, eight months later, long before Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine, that price was up over 30%, and it has been going up consistently since. The fact is the Biden regime does not want the United States to be energy independent. And they don't care if the American people are struggling with the prices at the pump. Joe Biden told the American people exactly what he was going to do with America's oil and gas companies if he was elected. Would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will transition. It is a big statement because I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. I see. Here's the deal. But it's a big statement. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. There it is right there. What more proof do you need? This man told you exactly what he would do to America's energy industry. And now because his policies are destroying the economy, he is blatantly lying to the American people. Now, leading Democrat economists, including Larry Summers, warned Joe Biden that his reckless policies would lead to inflation. But Joe Biden ignored these warnings, and Democrats began passing multi-trillion dollar spending bills. And the Fed keeps printing money to pay for it. To put that all into perspective, 80% of all U.S. dollars now in existence have been printed in just the last two years. Just think about that for a second. Our government has printed more money in the last two years than what was printed in America's more than two centuries of existence. And at one point in just one month, the U.S. budget deficit was larger than the total debt incurred from 1776 through the end of 1979. It's unbelievable. With this happening, on top of paying people not to work as our economy began to reopen, the government continued to inject more money into the marketplace. This in turn created the situation of more money chasing less goods, which then directly led to the record inflation that we see today. And when inflation began to show its ugly head, Democrats were pretending that the inflation wasn't happening. Then they couldn't lie anymore, and they would say that the inflation was transitory. And when it became obvious that it was all out of control, Joe Biden and his minions began to blame it on corporate greed. And then Vladimir Putin. Even though all of this began way before Putin's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Now, as time goes on, we are seeing more evidence of Joe Biden doing the complete opposite of what he should do in a crisis. And more people are beginning to catch on. In a piece by Bonchi from Red State, he asked the question, if the Biden administration were actually purposely trying to destroy the country, what would they be doing differently? That's a question everyone should ask themselves at this point. At every turn, 
on every issue. The president and his team are moving to do exactly the opposite of what has to happen to help. And they are doing so with blatant arrogance. You see, the radical left thinks the American people are stupid. They think that the majority of Americans will just go along to get along. Well, that may have been true in the past. It has become more obvious that the American people see exactly what is happening. And they will not sit back and watch this country crumble. Americans can see that the radical left is working with corporate entities, mainly the mainstream media and the tech industry, to try and silence and suppress the voices of the American people. Democrats want to silence all opposing views. They call anything that goes against the current narrative misinformation. But you see, the First Amendment gets in their way, and that's why they use big tech as a proxy, even though that in itself is unconstitutional. But they're getting away with it. And who can forget when the FBI labeled parents who were concerned about their child's education as domestic extremists? The FBI actually investigated these parents who dared to complain at school board meetings. And once people began to dig a little deeper, it was uncovered that the National School Board Association is the one who asked the feds to investigate parents. But that was because it was the feds themselves who asked the National School Board Association to ask the feds to investigate the parents. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. The Biden regime is labeling anyone who questions them or has different beliefs than them as dangerous domestic extremists. Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history. <laughs> Mr. Unity here, Joe Biden, and his government is labeling half the country as domestic extremists. And then the corporate media piles on and continues to help spread this divide. Old Joe and his party have made it clear that they will not let the Constitution stop them from targeting speech that they don't like. But Americans are paying attention. The American people can clearly see that Joe Biden is doing more to divide this country than unite it. And his poll numbers are definitely showing that. What's even more worrying is the corporate media continues to push a narrative of division. Instead of calling out the violence created by radical leftist groups like BLM and Antifa, much of the mainstream media and Democrats cheered them on. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. The goal of these radical leftist groups is to destabilize Western society. And they do so under the guise of racism and identity politics. And anyone who questions them is labeled a racist. And it's definitely clear that these radical leftist groups have become the shock troops for the Democrat Party. You see, the radical left needs someone who's willing to do the dirty work. This is because over the years, the radical left has slowly been placing people in positions of power. They started at the grassroots level and began working their way up. First, they needed the education system, so they began to take over school boards. And already having teachers in place who were willing to push their Marxist ideology, 
They began teaching children that America's founding principles are evil, that there is no such thing as equality, but instead, it's equity. They needed the media. And for the most part, the media has always been more on the liberal side. But over time, they began to get people who were radicalized in college. And then they needed corporations. They were able to place people on boards throughout prevalent companies, who were then able to intimidate their higher-ups. After years of placing people in positions of power, they were then able to use a crisis to undermine the police and even the military. So then anytime a white police officer was involved in a shooting with a person of color, the cause of racism came. Even when the police officer was justified in a shooting, this gave the media and people in positions of power an opportunity to divide the people. The radical left jumps at any opportunity to divide us by race, religion, class, and now even gender. They were able to create a boogeyman. This is anyone that supports Trump, anyone that considers themselves a Republican or conservative, any average American that is patriotic and even flies the American flag out in front of their home. So then the question becomes, has our country been lost? An ABC News poll recently taken in the beginning of May found that 75% of Americans said that the country was on the wrong track. We truly are locked in a battle for the heart and soul of our republic. And it has never been more clear. We have a mainstream media that has abandoned the truths of journalism and has become the propaganda wing of Joe Biden and his party. Criminals are being let back out onto the streets only to commit more crime. We are seeing bouts of looting where people are going into stores and emptying shelves as people stand by and do nothing. American cities are exploding with violence as radical Soros-funded DAs consider the criminals the actual victim. What we are witnessing is chaos created by the Biden regime and far-left Democrat policies, which are reminiscent of failed third-world countries. Now more than ever, we need to remain vigilant. We need to be on the lookout for the radical left's renewed rage, which is now so-called white supremacy, and the Supreme Court's ruling on abortion. As we head into the summer of 2022, we may be looking at renewed violence all across this country, and what the radical leftist lunatics are calling the summer of rage. They are trying their hardest to destroy American unity by claiming that the country is systemically racist. And they use identity politics and teach critical race theory. But as time goes on, more Americans are waking up to the fact that all of this is happening. The American people can see that we have an inept president who's being controlled by far-left radicals in the Democrat Party. An administration who places people in positions of power, not because of merit and experience, but because of skin color, gender, and sexual preference. And it's looking more and more like the radical left has overplayed their hands. The only, they only support policies that weaken our nation economically, morally, and even geopolitically. And the louder they scream 
the more the American people can see, these radical leftists are rearing their ugly heads. And we will not sit back and let them destroy this country and take away our God-given rights. Because one thing you never mess with is a person's freedoms or their children. It was John Adams who said, There is a danger from all men. The only maxim of a free government ought to be to trust no man living with power to endanger the public liberty. Hey everyone, I want to thank you for watching. Please hit the like button, or if you're watching on Rumble, give us a rumble. Please head over to my Patreon page and consider making a donation to help keep the Constitutional Conservatives content free. Also, make sure you subscribe to our channel on Rumble, rumble.com slash theconstitutionalconservative. Or if you prefer just the audio version, check us out on SoundCloud. And leave us a comment. Let me know what you think about this week's topics, or if you have an idea for future topics. If you'd like to follow The Constitutional Conservative on social media, we're on most social media platforms, including Getter and True Social. Make sure you share this video and others like it. Share videos of other conservatives so people can see the truth of what's happening in this country. And always remember, someone once said, I only regret that I have but one life, which is for my country. This is The Constitutional Conservative. Thank you for watching. Goodbye.